Welcome back, lovely patrons, to a very exclusive one-on-one shot with $2 Creature Feature. I'm your host and keeper of mysteries, Mr. Ray, and with me today, I have one of my favorite people. Um, you might know them, um, and if you don't, I this is going to be a great introduction. Guess would you like to introduce yourself and who you're playing? Hello, everyone. I'm William, uh, they, them, and I am here to play... Drake Daly, also they, them, and the 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 book that I'm using is The Searcher. Ooh, The Searcher. Very excited to be here, by the way. Thank you so much. Uh, some of you may know me as the one who wrote the uh, the theme song for the first season and some of the background stings and, and noise and stuff like that. I just want to say here, like for you, Ray, the new music. Mm-hmm. Mwah, big chef's kiss over here so good the intro and the outro music i i know you said who did it on a few podcasts i've missed yeah. it but there it's very good so good fits the tone of jupiter hollow amazing yeah the intro um it was done by ian malden who is the keeper for shrimp and crits and the outro was done by um jason myers who is the keeper for memester of the week and they wow. both just it it literally like came down to like we were going to ask you to do it, but you were on tour. So we were like, oh, okay, yeah. well, yeah, you're, you're obviously busy. So we're going to find somebody to, to, to fill in and, um, contracted both of them out to do it. And they both just knocked it out of the park and we were like, we can't decide. So one of you is just going to be at the front and the other one's going to be at the back. And that's amazing. Cause they sound like they were made by the same person. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. To me, yeah. Yeah. They sounded like a continuation of the same piece of music. It was awesome. That's really cool. That's really cool. I know Jason reserved the right to do it into a full song. So, you know, if they ever hear this, I'm just going to be like, hey, maybe you should you and Ian should get together and just like blend this. That would be awesome. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, yes. um, As as you may have heard, this is a one on one shot about everybody's favorite investigative uh, college student, Drake Daly. Now, Drake, you've recently joined up with a few people on campus um, known as the Midnighters. It's this organization who meets at midnight um, to discuss some of the uh, odd things happening in Jupiter Hollow that the rest of the city hasn't been focused on enough for your liking. So what are you doing on a casual college day? Okay, well, uh, I'm definitely like overcome with just like a need to, to know the supernatural going ons of the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for the most part, attending class and, and doing pretty much the bare minimum so that I don't get kicked out. So right. that, essentially that I can still be around and, and have co-conspirators and, and that kind of thing. So I think on like a typical night, like it's just trying to find someone or, or people to, join me in some kind of a a stakeout or like anything like that keeping up with a few of the the supernatural threads that i have uh developed over the the past bit of time okay i really like that um yeah i think you're probably you've run into uh larry and lawrence um they are they're a pair. Um, definitely, they've been around college for a long time. Um, they're just professional students. 
Um, okay. and they own about 90% of the clubs on campus. They, they are in they're there the in some form fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The they're, that, they're over that. that. Part of. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, they are also a part of your midnighters group. Well, very, very cleverly named. I should say, I, I wonder who came up with that. <laughs> it definitely wasn't me on the fly. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> What happens if they meet at 1159? Oh, they, they got to wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. So they show yeah. up and they're like, whoops, I'm going to yeah. go get a drink of water. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go too far because 1201, we lock the doors. That's right. <laughs> yep. Everybody's watches should be synchronized by now. Yes. No. Mm. Um, yeah. So you're, hmm, you're setting up for a stakeout and, um, I think you're probably in the studio on campus, like getting your equipment set up, like packed up and ready to go. As you're doing this, two robed figures enter the room behind you. And and I notice them or they go unnoticed? Uh, you tell me. Do you do you notice the sound of the door closing behind you? I I, I would say that uh, that Drake is like hyper vigilant kind of at all times these yeah, days. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you look behind you and you see these two robed figures and you hear, are you ready for your next mission? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course I am. Yes. I told you this would put them on edge. And one of the hooded figures pulls off their hood and it's Lawrence. And then, of course, the other one is Larry. Oh, God. Lawrence, Larry, Larry you, you you can't be doing stuff like that to me. I mean, I, I still I still don't have my phone. For one, I, I I haven't been able to get any like solid leads or evidence or anything like that. But you you can't be you can't be doing this kind of stuff to me, you know. Yes, we were going to call you, but of course, as you've mentioned, there is an issue with your phone. I told you we should just contact that guy who sells the burners and just give them one. I mean, it'd just be easy. No, 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 no. It's important that I get my phone back. It's not. It's not about. It's not about just having a phone. You know, I gotta have my phone. There's important stuff on there. Of course, but, you know, having a phone would also be optimal. If I get a new phone, if I get a new phone, it's just going to, it's going to sedate me. You know, I, I won't have that, that drive to get it back anymore because, oh, if I can just like text and surf the web willy nilly, I mean, maybe I'll just forget about my phone. Let's get our priorities well, straight. Do you ever hear the story about Ernest Hemingway and the train? I, I don't know. I kind of skipped English class today. So if that's what was going on, no. Oh, well, this is a, a highly important story because Ernest Hemingway, one of the greatest writers of all American time, uh, was traveling and he left his suitcase on a train and he had it a completed novel on there. See, and nobody's ever recovered that suitcase. And so he went on to write a really great piece that I can't recall right at this minute. But the point is he had never written that really good piece had he had his other novel there with him. So I'm just saying you should put some consideration into getting a new phone, you know, and just being okay with, you know, whatever you lost, you know, maybe something you can find again. Okay. Two things. One, Ernest Hemingway sounds like uh, he didn't have his priorities in order because who has an entire completed novel in a briefcase and just, you know, leaves it on a train? Come on. Th Two, that's a very good point. 
uh, how do we know that that novel that was left on the train wouldn't have actually been a greater piece of work than the one that he ended up writing? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying if like Ernest Hemingway is this great writer, I mean, the odds of him writing a second great novel, pretty probable if you ask me hard to compare which one would be better because like you said it's never been found so really what i'm doing and what you're telling me is by retrieving my phone again i am essentially seeking out maybe the greatest american novel which is in the form of evidence and and secret information that is invaluable they have a point i know you said it's a it's a mission right right yeah so we've been keeping our peepers on this uh tammy joe the uh the oh yeah oh yeah i've i real estate my agent. peepers on tammy joe let me tell you <laughs> oh yeah that, that's about the, all <laughs> larry focus up right right so we've been keeping eye keeping tabs on her keeping eyes and uh we heard a rumor that tonight she's supposed to be going out to the beach down by the cove um so you know we could go out there with you but you know I, I know how you like to operate, so we'll let it up to you. Do you want us to come with you and help investigate, you know, so you have an extra set of eyes? Two sets of eyes. Yes, I know. Thank you. Uh, Drake actually think, thinks about this for a minute because Drake does want other people to get involved, you know, wants doesn't want to. I mean, enjoys like doing things kind of solo, but is a little um, uh, getting a little lonesome, you know but then takes a minute to recall the entirety of this conversation and then looks from Larry to Lawrence and back from Lori to Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence to Larry and is like internally thinking, yeah, I don't think so. So it, it then, then like back out, um, out loud. Um, you know what? Yeah. I think, uh, no, I think I can handle this. I think, I think I'll be good on my own. Well, if you insist, uh, then, you know, uh, I don't, I don't really know how much more help we could be. It's fine. They say they have it. We need to trust them, trust their process. All right. Yeah. So just, uh, just give me the information and I'll, uh, I'll go scope it out. I mean, anything involving Tammy Joe is going to be a real problem. Let me just tell you that right now. <laughs> All right. Um, if you want to give me a role, um, Go ahead and roll investigate a mystery. And um, if you, I'll, I'll say instead of like asking specific questions off of there, <laughs> you can ask me um, just kind of general questions about the area. Okay. Uh, so I, I rolled a six and a five. So that's 11 plus two for sharp. So that's 13 for my first roll. For my first roll, that's 13. <laughs> that's incredible. Um, you, so you don't have I'm, advanced. So, um, I'll just give you, uh, you can ask two general questions about the area. Okay. All right. So this is a, this is beach uh, the beach out, out by a cove. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean like I, am I generally familiar with this? Like any, is this like a hip spot that, uh, I'd say it's, it's definitely like one of those historic locations of the city. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's more commonly known as shipwreck cove shipwreck um, cove is, was, is there literally a shipwreck there or yeah, there, there actually is like a ship inside of the cave. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, then, uh, I may be using cove wrong, but that's okay. That, that's okay. Whatever. Yeah. Is there any 
like have there are there any like stories of you know supernatural occurrences happening over there uh yes there have been stories of the sounds of clinking of chains and um the noise of a crew working diligently to try to get the ship out um but nobody's really investigated in to see anything um but they can see a faint green glow um in the hour between 11:30 and 12:30 okay and then what time is it right now um i'd say it's probably 8 o'clock at night okay and how how long will it take me to get out there um from the university i'd say it's probably a good 15 minute drive okay not bad yeah all right um then yeah with with that in mind i mean I think I think that those are like the two questions, just like the general knowledge. And then if there's anything supernatural going on there or that that people have stories about. So I, I think I finished packing up immediately. I like, you know, give a little salute and like peace out to, to Larry and Lawrence. Uh, yeah, they I, uh, uh, yeah. they give you a salute and uh, Larry puts on his his baseball cap and puts his hood up over it. So like the bill of it is just sticking out. But Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, exactly. who that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to hop in my like now. Uh, I can't remember. Drake has a has a car for like delivering food or was it like a scooter? I can't remember. It, it was a car. It was um, I want to say um, now I can't remember, recall what it was. So you can just say canonically now whatever you think Drake d- drives and that'll fix, you know, I can anything just say in the past. Car. Get yeah, my car. Or, you, or you could just say car and make this easier. <laughs> yes, you have a car. Um, uh, so, so Drake gets in their car <laughs> and it is away uh, with the equipment like camera gear. We're talking mm-hmm. uh, microphones, recording equipment of all kind. And then I've also in my on my character sheet, I do have that. I, I have forensic tools and stuff. So I've probably got some powder, black lights, like that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I um, like some that. meters, like stuff like that to, to really like scope things out. And and here's the plan. Drake's going to like I want to I want to pop over to Tammy Joe's place first. OK, like, like out just outside just to make sure that like she is not home. Okay. Just to confirm like there is going to be some business going on tonight. And if she is home, I'm just going to trail her. And if she ends up going to the cove like that's I'm just going to like follow her. Yeah, um, you. I think you pull into her neighborhood. Um, as I you, park, I park far away. I get mm-hmm. out and like I, I like sneak over. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll act under pressure for me. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was going to think like you know should should I make you do that? But like she no, lives no, in a nicer right. neighborhood, and you're just sneaking yeah. around. So yeah. Okay, so this is going to be ooh, rough. Rough, rough, rough. So I have a minus one to cool. I thought that was apt. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Drake. Uh, so that's going to be a seven for act under pressure. Okay. So I'm going to give you a worst outcome. Fair enough. Um, so you're sneaking really well through, you know, bushes and trees and, you know, doing your best to be sneaky. And you hear the hum of a motor behind you of a car as it pulls to a slow stop and a light shines on you and there is an officer in the car. He goes, Hey, uh, what you doing out here? 
Patrick Warburton com- yeah. comes around. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I'm like, oh, oh, um, what, what am I, what am I, what am I doing out here? Yeah, what am I doing out here? Yeah, you live around here or something? Um, well, no, I, I mean, I work, I work. What do you do? I deliver. I deliver food. I'm a. I do app delivery. Do you have any food? Um, no, just just uh, just dropped it off. Do I need to ma- manipulate someone? <laughs> um, if you want to get rid of him, you'd, you'll have to roll manipulate someone. Uh, yeah, just dropped it off. I I, I say as I get. Oh, solid. And what's my charm? Zero. That's fine, because that's a ten, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you you be careful out there. There's some real shifty types out here. Yeah, I couldn't don't want, agree more. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want you getting in any trouble. That's, you be careful. That's right. Thank you, officer. Yeah, I you know I appreciate it. you. Be careful too. And uh, I'll. And then Drake salutes. <laughs> I guess I've decided that Drake salutes everyone. <laughs> I, I love it. That's that's Drake's finger guns is, is just the salute. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, is like sweating and is like, okay, I don't think this is going to happen. So like, just goes back to the car and like takes a minute and is like, okay, well, if the information was correct from Larry and Lawrence, I just, I just got to go to the cove mm-hmm. and, and <clears throat> I would like to trust my gut. Okay. Uh, you want to tell everybody how that works? Yeah, it's an alternative weird move. It's trust your gut. When you consult your instincts about what to do next, roll plus weird. On a 10 or more, the keeper will tell you where you should go. Wherever that is, it will be important. You get plus one ongoing on the way to this place. And then seven and nine, keeper will tell you a general direction to go. You get plus one. And on a miss, uh, your instincts lead you into danger. So I'm going to roll All that. Right. Okay, okay. Um, oh, I got a seven. So that's... On a seven to nine, the keeper will tell you a general direction to go. Take plus one forward as you explore that. Yeah, um, you you feel like um, like yeah, as this officer drives off and you're like trying to collect yourself in your car, um, you could see Tammy Joe's house from from where you're parked at, I think, and her car isn't parked in its normal space. And the lights are out in the house. So you you could make a really good guess that she's not home and that more than likely, like the information's pretty solid. Okay, cool. All right. Then as I'm like making this decision in the car, put the key in ignition in my car. Uh key in <laughs> ignition, and I just like start heading off toward the cove. And again, what I'm gonna do when I kind of arrive there is I want to park a bit away so that like, you know, headlights don't give off that I'm in the area. So, so I'm planning to, and I, and when I, and when I say a bit away, like it's like, there's like a, it's like over safe, you know? Yeah. Like, I think like it's going to take like 30 minutes to walk the rest of the way. <laughs> oh, wow. I was going to say, I think there's probably like a restaurant, like right there on the, the beach that you could park at like nonchalantly. Oh, oh yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you, you park there and like this time of night, there's not really anybody out there. Um, it's, it's pretty low key. Um, like you might see, like there may be a a fire pit out there and there might be some people like college kids out there doing whatever college kids do. Cause I was too busy studying to know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I I was also too busy, um, doing improv. (laughs) (laughs) 
God, you're so cool. <laughs> yeah, very cool doing improv in college. Very cool. Look, look, it's better than my alternative. I was a dad. Like that's in college. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I had a kid right out of high school because it's oh, Oklahoma. Wow, right? and See, I don't, I, these little things that I don't know about you. That's that's yeah. kind of amazing. Wait, yeah. so how old is that kid now? You don't have to my tell kids, me. <laughs> uh, my kid's thirteen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, knock on wood. Hopefully, I'm not a grandpa before forty. That's uh, I don't cool, want to think about though. that. I'm good. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> we have to start cool. talking about uh, driver's ed and stuff next year. So that's going to be fun. Well, good luck. Anyways, let's let's go back to this fantasy world. So right. here, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so Drake was like passing by these college students that are having a bonfire out on the beach and just like off in the distance, like far enough away where none of them can be like, hey, is that Drake? You know, that kind of thing. Just like yeah. carrying a backpack full of you know, equipment and stuff, looking over and just going like scoffing at them like you don't even know. You don't <laughs> even know what you're standing on. I, I think you might even recognize one of them. Um He's kind of got shoulder length blonde hair that's kind of swept back and uh, he's wearing a tank top. You recognize Jackson like there with with the group and, you know, they're they're throwing around the football and like having fun. Oh, yes. Tammy Joe's like a nephew or something. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a little pass me the football. <laughs> a little bit of that. Uh. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And trudge trudge onward. Yeah, I think you trudge onward towards the cove and unless you want somebody to stop you i i think you can get there with relative ease all right then i get there yeah the way this coast works it kind of snakes on and it goes into a bend and the cove itself is like a little ways inland and um there's like sharp rocks like jutting out of the water a little bit so it's like the way the story goes is that this ship drifted inland without knowing the rocks were there or they didn't see it. And that's where it hit and it just kept going and um, it beached itself inside this cove. Wow. Cavernous cove. So, yeah. So whenever you turn this, this corner and you see this cavern, you can see there's a faint green glow coming from it. Really? Yeah. Huh? Interesting. So would you say that I have encountered something strange, perhaps? Yes, you you are definitely encountering something strange. <laughs> okay, so one of my moves is Occam's Broadsword. So when you first encounter something strange, you may ask the keeper what sort of thing it is. They will tell you if it or the cause is natural, an unnatural creature, or a weird phenomenon. Oh, or a weird phenomenon or person. Uh, you gain plus one forward um, dealing with it. God, I think you're getting to plus two forward now. <laughs> At least for this, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, for one plus one from you trust your gut, and then trust plus one gut, from yes. this. Um, yeah. So this is definitely an unusual creature. An unusual creature. I'm going okay. to do. I'm did I tell see, you that much? Did I see Tammy Joe's car anywhere? By the way. No, you did not. Okay. All right. Okay. But I mean, it's it's a it's a pretty wide stretch of land. I mean, she could have parked anywhere. She could have been, you know, doing the same as you and trying to be secretive. Uh, then I think immediately pulling out like a camera and, and like a, mm-hmm. um, having like, I, I, I picture, 
you know, like clipping on like one of those little road mics to mm-hmm. yep. um, to the lapel there uh, of like a hoodie or something that, you know, and uh, Drake's wearing all black, you know, to to blend in. And uh, actually, yeah, are you, are you, you're supposed to wear like dark blue or something, aren't you? Like to really blend or uh, whatever or off black. Uh, yeah. And just to blend in, be as like inconspicuous as possible. You know, still lugging around this like heavy backpack and trying to be quiet and like has a camera out and then it just starts like talking like, okay, so, uh, welcome back everybody to, uh, the, the Jupiter unhollowing, <laughs> uh, the, the podcast where we, uh, uh, discover and uncover all of the, the mysterious secrets in the town of Jupiter hollow. I am your host, Drake Daly here with your daily source of monsters and mysteries. Now, um, if you're watching the video that goes along with this on uh, the college radio website, uh, I will guide you to checking out this glowing green light. Here I am at the cove, the shipwreck cove. And I can promise you, listeners and viewers, that you are in for some real wake-ups and mystery shoot um note to future drake uh cut this part out and then end end it with some like cool voiceover thank you and then like get really close like start getting really close to the cove the cave entrance i have never related to a character more than drake right now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i would like to read a bad situation can i do that Maybe it's yes. not bad yet. Maybe it's not a bad situation. Here, let me just investigate a mystery. Let's start there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start by investigating this mystery. Yeah. This, I mean, you know, you not a bad that, situation yeah. yet. Who knows? Okay, great. That's uh, eight plus two. That's 10. All right. On a 10 plus, you hold two. You can ask what happened here. What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? So, um, because of my Occam's broadsword, I'm aware that this is an unnatural creature. So I'm going to start off with what sort of creature is it? Hmm. I think as the further you go in and I will say just for your peace of mind, you, you're pretty sure you're, you're doing this stealthily. Um, but yeah, as you're looking through your camera, as you go in, um, your eyes tell you that the room is just illuminated and you don't know why. When you look through your camera, though, you can see there is a crew of ghost pirates working on the ship, and they have chains that are attached to the ship, and they are trying to pull it out. Um, But standing at the very far end of the cave, um, you can see a captain in all of his majesty dressed to the nines, like full on like Captain Barbosa in his best. Um, but he's missing something important, his head. So you just see this headless ghost in, in full glory. And it's just standing there um, with a sword in the ground and it's got a leg up and it's just, I don't want to say it's watching the crew, but it's right. watching like quote unquote watching because <laughs> yes. it doesn't, yeah. As much as you can watch without uh, eyes or a head. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, so, yes, this is very much a ghost. Okay, then 
then I would like to ask what, uh, what, what was it? What, what are, I want to do what, what was it going to do for my second question? You know, like what, kind of like what's, what's going, what's going to happen basically. <laughs> From what you can tell, it looks like it's, it's got an interest in the crew taking the ship down but that doesn't seem like its main motivation. If you take notice by its feet, kind of set on a little platform, uh, there are three cups sitting there and there are, there are 12 D six there. Okay. Then uh, I would just want to say as one of my moves, I have first encounter. Okay. Uh, one strange event started you down this path, you know, yada, yada, yada. Till, um, so you pick, uh, a first encounter and I picked cryptid sighting. So you take note of any reports of strange creatures. Whenever you first see a new type of creature, you may immediately ask one of the investigative mystery questions. So I'm going to opt in for a third investigative mystery question here. Um, okay. And now that I've seen these ghostly pirates, these ghostly figures here, uh, I want to know what can it do? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I would say you're probably familiar with shows like Ghost Hunter and like paranormal, like you're in the know. You've, you've been on the message boards. If it's out there, you've, you've seen it. Um, you've probably done a few ghost tours like before you even got to Jupiter Hollow. You know ghosts have pretty standard abilities. If they're upset, they can change the temperature of a room. They mess with electronics. You know, some of them can cause like physical reactions such as like in telekinesis. Um, yeah. Um, and the, the, does it seem they are interacting with like the ship in some way? Like are, are they moving the ship at all? Is there, are there things that they are lifting and like, does it look like these ghosts can get physical with like, uh, the corporeal world? Um, if they're moving it, it's not noticeably. So, okay. um, yeah, I would say it's almost like, you know, their eternity to this point has been to toil and try to move this ship that just isn't going. Okay. I see. I see. All right. So, so back to like, um, you know, turning on the recording device again, uh, I've had the camera out the whole time, but like turning the microphone back on. Uh, okay, so um, I can't see this with my eyes, but as you can see here, uh, if you're watching the visual that goes along with this podcast episode, uh, there's some like, <clears throat> there's some pirate ghosts here. Uh, I like trying to get the NPR voice out. There's some pirate mm. ghosts here. And I'm going to try and then turns camera towards self to get a closer look. And like turns the camera back towards them uh, uh, on the way, like walking a little bit closer, just goes. <clears throat> and uh, just a reminder to to rate the podcast and uh, and give us a, a Jupiter follow for Jupiter on Hollow's uh, mystery and uh, clarity podcast. God. <sighs> Future Drake, just, you know, you know what to do. You know what to do. And then like stops it again. It gets really starts getting even closer. Okay. Um, the closer you get, you start noticing the screen on your camera starts 
there's like a line that moves across it. And like the closer you get, like the wider the line starts getting. And then it starts like moving up and down your camera, like the view. I'm going to give it like a little bit of a bang, like just a tap, not a bang. Just going to I'm going to be tapping it like, come come on. No, 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 no. Come on. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't go away. It's still there. So, uh, who are you approaching? Are you approaching the crew or are you approaching the, the captain? I'm approaching the captain, trying to like kind of swing around the side and get to the captain. Okay. Yeah. The crew doesn't take notice to you at all. Like they're, they're more focused on what they're doing. Um, and you approach the captain and as you do so, um, it, he grabs his sword out of the ground and points it to you and does a, um, a fencer stance. Now, is this a physical sword or is it like a ghost sword? It's a ghost sword. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So like I like looking away from the screen of the camera, like looking over, I don't see anything. And then looking back at the screen, I see a ghost like pointing a sword at me. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. This like fuzzy, like almost blurred out screen now. Um, I Okay, yeah. so Drake immediately like stumbles back and like falls over, I think. Cause just like was not expecting such a sudden move, especially from, you know, a, cr- a creature that does mm-hmm. not have a head. Um, yeah. And Drake just goes, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm interested. I'm just, I'm just interested. Don't hurt me. Roll manipulate someone. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> five. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, can I mark experience for Drake Daly? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, mark that experience. You might level. Um, as you stumble back, the captain just steps forward. And, like, if you're looking through the camera, you see this blade. Like, it's it's maybe a few inches from, from you. And there's a shimmer. And a ghost materializes next to you. And, like, you can actually see this one, like, without the assistance of your camera. And, um, it's, it's kind of a short portly man. Um, he's got a little vest, um, but his, the color of his shirts, like almost down to his navel. And you could tell he had a very hairy chest. Um, and he's got a sort of, um, bandana on his head. Um, and he says, sorry about that. Uh, captain doesn't really like, uh, people just walking up on him. Um, you know. He's, he's got his job to do and, you know, I've got mine. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Captain uh, lost his talented tongue in whenever it came to negotiating such deals. So that's my job. Okay, right. Um, I, uh, you know what? I think I, I, I was just going to leave anyway. I, I think... I, I can just leave y'all to it. I don't need to be here. It's cool. And like I Drake starts getting up and like backing out, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> oh, it would be rather rude of you to leave now. Why not have a seat? Play around. And he gestures at the dice. P- play around of play around of dice. Like go, ghost with, with ghosts, play go, ghost dice, ghost dice. There'd be no ghost here. R- right. Gives you a look over. You see, there's only liars, and that's why we play liars dice. Uh, well, I actually am a truth seeker, so I 
I don't know if I can play, you know? I don't know if I fit the criteria. Well, it's either that or walk the plank. All right. Let's play this dice. (laughs) How do you... What are the rules? Right, 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 right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I love playing dice with ghosts. But there are no ghosts here, just liars. And that's why I love playing liars, liars dice. And and Drake sits down. So the captain sits um, in front of the board... And then across from you, um, the first mate, who is the ghost who appeared, uh, sits across from you. And the first mate kind of fluffs his his uh, vest a little bit, like straightens his back. It's real simple how you play. See, everybody gets four dice. You put it in the cup, you shake it up, and then you put the cup down. You look at your dice and you make sure nobody else sees what you have. We don't like cheaters in Liar's Dice. Now, we all go around and say how many dice everybody has. There's 12 dice in total. And so you make a gamble. What will you be gambling for? Treasure or your life? Uh, treasure? What? Aye. And and the first mate smiles over to the captain. Seems like they're uh, very interested in the treasure of Jupiter Hollow. And the captain's body, like, turns to you. And, like, it's almost like it it would nod. So, like, the chest moves forward. Right. And then turns back. And uh, the captain and the first mate both grab the cup and put their hands over one side and shake it like Scrabble. And then they turn it upside down and drop it. Then Drake does the same. Why don't you go ahead and roll me 4d6 if you can? I, I did. Okay. Um, so don't tell me. Right. Because <laughs> I think this is going to be fun. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this game. It's one of my favorites. I'm not. Um, okay. So um, the first mate will go first, and then it'll be the captain, and then it'll be you. Okay. And so the first mate looks under their cup, and he s- grins, and he says, There are three twos across the board and so what he is saying is that under all of the cups there are at least three dice that have the number two on it okay okay i understand and then the captain holds up four fingers and then the number two and then two fingers gesturing that there are at least four Four dice with the number two okay so the way the game works is you can guess that there are either either like the number of, of a certain number goes up. So like there are three twos or four twos or five twos, or you can guess that there are at least like um, like the captain just said there are four twos. So you can say there are four threes. So you can go up on either number, but somebody can call you out on it. So. So I can't like say I can't just like if if I was going to if I was going to move forward with the twos, I would either have to do go back to saying there are at least three twos or going up to five twos or I can join the captain. Yeah, you you keep have to escalate if you have to keep escalating it either way. And so like obviously you can't go higher than sixes, but right like the number that are out there is is optional. If like the the limit is you know up to twelve. Okay, so I could say there are there are at least, but um, so it was three twos and then there was four twos. So now, 
I could say like either I, there are f- five twos or four threes. Five twos or four threes. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. Um, I see. Then, um, oh, I'll say there are. Uh, I'll look at. I'll look back at my own dice. <laughs> I can either say five twos or four threes. I'll say for everyone listening, uh, I rolled eight d six, so we're actually playing this game now. <laughs> we're actually playing. Oh, do I think there are five twos? <laughs> um. Oh, but what are the odds of there being four threes if there are already that many twos? I'm gonna say yeah. I'm just gonna say okay. Uh, there are there are five twos. Oh, okay. A big gulp. <laughs> the first mate like raises his eyebrows and he looks at the captain and the captain's torso is is turned towards you like it's it's actually kind of uncomfortable it's like it it's like he's reading you but you know he doesn't have eyes he's just got this very intense presence so the first mate looks back at his dice and says there are five threes and the captain like turns like very abruptly and just points at the first mate. First mate pulls up his cup and shows that he has a two, a four, a two, and a five. And then the captain pulls up his cup and reveals he has a one, a one, a four, and a one. And then the captain like gestures towards you. Uh, and Drake pulls up their cup and Drake has a six, a six, a six, and a one. The captain draws a pistol and shoots the first mate. And the first mate recoils and falls over. And Drake, like, shudders back and is in a jolt. She's like, oh. Uh, the captain gestures to your seat and picks up the cup again with um, just four dice and starts shaking it. And Drake does the same. Uh, I'd like to read a bad situation now. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely apt. Okay, so I got an eight, uh, and a seven to nine. Hold one. Um, I can ask, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers I haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Uh, I guess I'm going to do what's my best way out. Um, you think your best way out? would be to either catch the cap, like play the game and catch the captain in a lie. Um, and then you can get whatever this treasure is. Okay. Or you could take the risk of running, but there are a lot of crew who right. you now notice have stopped working and they're watching what's going on. Okay. Fair enough. All right, then I, yeah, I do the same then I'm going to, I'm going to roll my, uh, my four dice. Alrighty. I've already rolled as well. So the captain sets his cup down and looks at it and makes the gesture four and then two saying that there are four twos. Four twos. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's such a high guess already. Four Mm -hmm. twos. Um, then now the other way you can do this is, I mean, other than betting is you can accuse, right? 
And it's it's between the captain, myself, and that other crew member now, right? No longer that other crew member. Well, I thought there were four of us. No, there's um, three of you rolling four dice. Oh, or there oh, were three oh, of you oh, rolling four dice. Oh, that's what dice. it is. Okay, so it's just between the two yeah. of us. Okay, yeah. so so four twos. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make an accusation, I think. Because it's just it's just the two of us now, right? Right. Okay. Then then Drake like kind of tr- trying to be confident like po- points and, and is like, um, liar. The captain like like looks a little taken aback like body language wise, and then grabs the cup and pulls it up. And if you look at the dice, the captain has a five a five, a one, and a one. And then Drake lifts up their cup, and you'll see that uh, Drake has a five, a five, a one, and a two. The captain hangs their chest low, like as if like they're bowing before you, and the captain disappears, as well as the rest of the crew. And like Drake pans and, the the camera around. Yeah, and it's it's now like a clear shot. Um, then you hear a clicking and a shifting, and the movement of gears. And you look, and behind where the captain had been standing when you first came in, the wall starts cracking and opening up, as if it had been this mechanism this whole time. And you look behind this wall and there is liquid gold like being poured into um, this pot. Um, you, you're not really sure how it's happening, but it's like there's a funnel with like a lot of like gold coins on top. And as the doors open, like whatever was blocking the coins from going down the funnel is moved out of the way. And once the coins go through the funnel, they turn to liquid and are poured into this jar. And once it's finished, another mechanism activates and the jar is kind of ushered forward on a little um, platform as Uh, if to present itself to you. Drake's going to look around again, you know, doing doing one more survey for the ghosts, like panning the camera around again. Uh, and then is also going to be like on the on the lookout for Tammy Joe, you know, see if that mm-hmm. see if she ended up making an appearance at some point and then is going to creep forward and um, would like to see like I'd like to do like maybe read a bad situation or something to see if there's some sort of Indiana Jones style like trap to grabbing this thing. OK, yeah. Uh, roll read a bad situation. Cause if I do this, if I can do like, um, like the, are there any dangers I haven't noticed? Uh, so that's a three and a two, five plus two sharp is seven. So you get to hold one. Then I would like to say, are there any dangers that I haven't noticed? Uh, yeah, I would say, um, if you look into this wall, like it looks like it is definitely pressure activated. So once this room is removed, um, you can see there is what appears to be an axe that is rigged up to swing if somebody removes the gold. But it's one of those things like if you didn't notice, you wouldn't 
like if you didn't notice it, it could get you, but it seems like a pretty easy trap to, to, um, deactivate. Like it, you, you feel pretty confident in your own ability to stop it. Okay. Then Drake is going to grab the, grab the gold. All right. Um, just outright grab the gold. Yeah. Trying to avoid the ax, you know, <laughs> like <the>, going <laughs> to grab the like goblet or whatever. It's like poured into, you know, all right, roll me act under pressure. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, very bad. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. Uh, so that's five. Um, hold on. Minus one is four. Hold on. But uh, but I have the plus one from read a bad situation and I have the two forwards that I had from earlier. Do those still count? Let me see. What are those? From? <laughs> plus one forward. Um, oh, plus one forward for Occam's broadsword. So that ends up being six. And then what I got a plus one forward, but that was from trust your gut. And that was the keeper will tell you direction to go take plus one forward as you explore that. So I feel like I reached my destination. So I don't think that actually counts anymore. So that's a six. All right. Um, I will tell you, you have two luck for this one shot. Then I'm going to use one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. For sure. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I would really hate to be hand like, you know, beloved Drake daily. (laughs) I think you see this ax and you're like, you know, you see the the numbers and stuff like go around your head and then you just like shake your head and you just grab it and really fast and you just pull this uh, gold, uh, well, this container that has the gold in it and you pull it out and then the axe swings and it's actually kind of rusted and moves a lot slower than you thought. <laughs> Great. So it's, yeah, it swings and then it's just kind of dangling there. Um, but yeah, you have solved my trap. Right on. All right. So Drake does like a little, a little go around, like just, you know, looking around a little bit more. Um, and then like has this goal, doesn't really know what to do with it necessarily. Uh, and I would like to, uh, trust my gut once more. Okay. And roll plus weird. And uh, to consult my instincts about what to do next, roll plus weird, and the keeper will tell me. So two plus five plus two is nine. All right. So that's on a seven to nine. The keeper will tell you a general direction to go take plus one forward as you explore that. Okay. Uh, Let me, I may give you a little bit more than you bargained for. Fair enough. Um, So in the first second episode, when Drake was in the vault with Tammy Joe, Tammy Joe wasn't the only person who saw the poem and who read it. In fact, Drake had the exact wording on their phone, which is, is no longer in their possession, but you remember there's a little bit on the poem that says glorious golden face of pirates grave. And you realize whatever is going on, you now have a piece of it. Uh, yeah. The Drake like finds something to sort of like cover the gold and like, like 
is trying to stuff it in their backpack, but they just like brought too much equipment. So they're, Mm. they're like, you know, taking some equipment out and like trying to carry it in their hands and maybe like thinking about making the decision of like, Oh, like what's, what, what can I leave behind? Or like, you know, what can I maybe ditch to make this easier? Um, and uh, like ends up taking some like school equipment that they had borrowed and just like, oh, no. just like leaves it to, to make room for this like big container of gold. Um, okay. Um, yeah. And you, then you and definitely then do. I starts making their way back out of the cove, like looking around, like sneaking and shifting left and right. So as you're going uh, and you're walking down the beach, I want you to roll, um, roll read a bad situation. Okay. <laughs> also, also I want to be clear that, uh, Drake like stashes the rental equipment, like, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere. Oh yeah. Cause like they can, they can return for it later, but they, and they also don't, if someone comes in in the meantime, they don't want them to be like, Oh, like look at this rental equipment, you know? So they're like, they're, they hide it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I think the pirates will look after it. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> <laughs> so i only have one luck left is that what you said <laughs> yeah you only have one luck left okay well i did roll a one and a two which would be a three. Oh, fun and then but but luckily sharp is uh my best stat which is just a plus two so i actually end up with a plus five here let me see here um oh but i did i did trust my gut and so i get a plus one forward so that ends up being a six <laughs> <laughs> wow so much to to just so close to no yes. Siggy. um yeah i would say um you get on the beach but um i think you're a little more preoccupied with like this gold like that's in your pack and like you may still have like just a little bit of anxiety about you know worrying about like crabs or like the surf getting to some of the equipment like you stashed it well but there's still like you know that it's the same nagging uh, that you feel whenever you set an alarm right before you go to bed mm-hmm. and then like worry about if you set it. So you have to double check. I don't know if anybody else does that. I do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you're walking along and um, you notice the faint scent of cigarette smoke. And if you look for the source, um, you can see somebody like there's the beach and then there's the parking area, like just not too far. And you see there is a figure wearing a overcoat and a hat. And you can just see this cigarette. And whenever they inhale, it lights up and you see a very gaunt face um, with kind of darkened pale skin. And part of their cheek is missing. And they see you and go, hey, kid, what you got there? Homework. <sighs> a little late for homework, isn't it? I am a diligent student. Mm, I never was. Never got past the sixth grade personally. Well, you know, education isn't everything. So, uh, you got any money? Are you, uh, do you need some? It's not a matter of need. And they reach into their coat pocket. And they kind of flash their Magnum revolver to you and put it back and say, the way I see it, you got a few options. 
You could spoil the fun and just hand it all over to me. Or you could make it fun and run. Um, now, I, I just want to say, um, I, I'm going to use Occam's broadsword. When you first encounter oh. something strange, you may ask the keeper what sort of thing it is. They will tell you if it or the cause is natural, an unnatural creature, a weird phenomenon, or a person, a weird person. Um, so... Is this uh, is this person natural, unnatural? Boy, that is that is like kind of a hard one to answer. Okay, because they are absolutely not a natural creature. They're also a very unnatural person. I would also say this might go in line with your um, cryptid sighting. Cryptid sighting. I was about to ask for that too. Yeah. So um, so yeah, you can. Stir them up and down and uh, try to come up with what they are. Okay, so then with the with the cryptid sighting, I'm going for investigative mystery. I get to ask one of the questions from that. Then I'm going to say, what sort of creature is it? Oh, I'm so glad you're asking this because so far nobody has asked this when encountering him. <laughs> um, oh, this is this is big. I've I've been waiting to reveal this. <laughs> This is a marsh mummy. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um, while the Egyptians are most famous for creating mummies, there is actually another method of creating mummies, and that is um, bodies buried in a marsh will sometimes like get preserved and um, get really thin and gone, and you know. Uh, anybody ask, I can definitely like provide pictures because it's it's really kind of fascinating in a morbid way. Yeah. But and yeah. And when you're saying uh, mummies, you mean like literal, like real life, like mummies, like the preserving bodies. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're, it's a preserved body looks. Um, the only thing is they're not preserved with like bandages or anything like that. This is kind of a natural preservation. Wow. Wow. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. So this yeah. is a marsh mummy, like which is like. Now, a supernatural version of what you were just talking about. Exactly. Yeah. So um, this is basically it's a marsh mummy that's been given life. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, th- in that case, uh, I would like to take my heavy flashlight and I want to blast light at the marsh mummy and run. <laughs> What is this dead by daylight? <laughs> I just want to like just at the eyes, you know, to like Okay. You know, I'm not I'm not trying um, to like hurt the the mummy or anything. I'm just just to like okay. make a a sprint for the parking lot or like the college right, right, students yeah. if they're still there, you know. Yeah. Um I'm going to say act under pressure. That's right. That's right, you will. And I'm going to say it's just another day, buddy. When you have to act under pressure due to a monster phenomenon or mystical effect, roll plus weird instead of plus cool. (laughs) Awesome. 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 And I am working with a plus one from the um, the Occam's broadsword. Uh, yeah. Plus one forward for dealing with it. So that's going to be, uh, I got a nine on my die roll plus two for, for my sharp or for my weird instead of my cool. So that's already 11 and plus one for the forward on Occam's broadsword is going to be a full 12 for act under pressure to run away. I love it. I think, I think it's this very tense moment and Silas, the thief is watching you like, 
thinking like you're going to fold, you're going to give up and you're like sizing him up, but like in your own way. And he's interpreting that as like, you're scared and you're really thinking about like, just, just ditching everything. And you reach for your pack and you just quick draw this flashlight and blind him in the eyes. Like he drops his cigarette and is just like, ah, ah, and you're out of there. Like there is a cartoon puff of smoke where you used to be <laughs> and you're just beelining it uh, down the way. Um, are you making a lot of noise when you're running? I, I don't think I can help it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think. I think you start screaming and yelling and the the beachgoers like start hearing this ruckus. Like, I don't know if you're saying anything coherently or not. Um, They just see running like in terror and like they look down the way and Silas is there like, like watching you run and pauses just away his options and then just puffs like his coat or like (laughs) pops his collar and gets into his big panel van and takes off. So where do you go now? I think I think like the college are the college students still out on the beach. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. they would they would be the ones that like see me like running up, and um, I like uh, Drake gets over there and is just like knows knows that they're not necessarily like super cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't want to like lead on anybody for what sort of just happened necessarily. So they just, they're like screaming, like help. Like, and then when they get there and they're like looking back and see Silas, not that they know the name of the person, but uh, driving off. Then they're just like, Oh, sorry. I, um, my, my flashlight, my flashlight ran out of batteries and I got, I got uh, scared. And I think the, the person who like approaches you, like as you're running is, is Jackson. Of course. (laughs) And he's like, Oh, are, are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. Uh, I'm, Roll I'm, manipulate I'm... <laughs> someone. All right. Um, if, if it's any consolation, I'll give you a plus one on this because oh, Jackson's I a don't big need it. I rolled a six and a five. That's 11 and I have a plus zero for charm. So it doesn't matter. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Jackson's like, all right. Well, you know, uh, you're welcome to hang out with us. Uh, you know, we get, we've got some. We got some brewskis, uh, you know, in the cooler. Um, we got some water too. If you're not into that, I'm not. I'm not even 21. It, neither am I. Jeez, oh, Drake is like, oh my god. But like, don't tell my aunt about that because like, she might get a little little touchy. Like, all right, there's this one. T- I'm going to take uh, so so Jackson starts telling this story that like Drake is definitely not listening to, and uh-huh. and I want to. I'm going to take this moment, and Drake. Has has a moment of blissful realization that Jackson is kind of oblivious, and internally, Drake is like, "Wait, hold on, hold on." It's like like a uh, Hitchcock pull, like you know, zoom zoom like thing, and, and Drake just goes, "Jackson, Tammy Joe," and like internally, and then externally, um, uh, Drake's just like, "Oh." Hey, you know what, Jackson? Actually, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to hang out with you specifically. Oh, oh, yeah. No, that'd be cool. And he like slicks his hands back through his hair, like on the spot, like fixing himself up. And he's like, "Yeah, no, we can hang out. That'd be cool." Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, I'd love to hang out any, any, anywhere. 
that you're comfortable. So like the beach, the, your, your, I don't know, a place where you find comfort and refuge, wherever that might be. Oh, wow. You're, uh, like I've seen you around school and stuff. I just never thought like, but no, I mean, if you're down, like we could go up somewhere and chat and like Jackson, like gives a look to the others and be like, Hey, uh, we're going to go hang out. Um, but like, you know, might be back, might not, but just, just catch me later. And somebody's like, yeah, no problem, brah. Yeah. And then Drake is like, thanks. Thank you, brah. Th- thanks. Thanks, bras. <laughs> yeah. And I think Jackson's going to walk with you down the beach. Like just, you know, totally like full on like, so, uh, how you like it? Jupiter halls. Uh, it's great. Uh, how, how close are you with your aunt? Oh, like we're, we're pretty tight, you know, like I could do my laundry at my auntie's and like, you know, she'll make me dinner. And sometimes like I'll bring the dinner too. what, I mean, you were there, you've, you've, you brought us dinner. Yeah, one time. I, I, I brought you the, the, the Thai food there, the, yeah. the, the Asian fusion stuff. Yeah. 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 I never had Thai before that. That was, that was pretty rad. You'd never had Thai before that. Okay. All right, cool. I mean, yeah, I'm glad you uh, had a good time. Yeah, your aunt, uh, your your aunt seems pretty cool. You said she moved here from a place? Yeah. Um, like, she used to live in Arkansas. But, like, I don't know. She started getting a lot of success out there. And then she decided to move to, you know, this small town out here. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You don't, do you mind? I, I actually kind of need to go back to the university. Um, you know, I could, I could give you a ride somewhere if you want. I've got my car, my car over here. (laughs) We can keep chatting, hanging out. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. I could go back to the uni. Like I could get a ride back out here if I need it or, you know, we could do whatever you know however long you want to i just have to offload some some footage and stuff so maybe i could do that while we chat and i can give you a a a ride back yeah no that'd be cool i i take a ride with you you know anywhere it'd be cool uh and yeah so so drake essentially is just like gonna be picking jackson's brain for like every single little piece of information about tammy joe that they can get at this point Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Roll manipulate someone again. Sure. Just kind of. No. And this is important because um, I, I oh, was going to. You know what? What? What's up? I was going to say. You know what? I think you've you've pretty much got Jackson's trust. Um, if you want to roll investigate a mystery, like you could do that. Cool. I will and do. You just play it off that that way. Uh, investigate a mystery is an eight. All right. Uh, you can ask a question off the list. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What uh, I, I guess I'll do a, like what is being concealed here. Yeah, I think I'm going to date this then. So you get to talk in Jackson and like, you know, you're uploading footage and you've just been like talking like there's a lot of like mundane stuff about Tammy Joe. Like, right. Um, like she used to be married, but there was a divorce um, and he's still like pretty tight with his uncle Carl. Like it, it wouldn't it was it was pretty amicable. But like, you know, his aunt Tammy like wasn't doing so well in the market in Arkansas and then something changed and suddenly she was doing really well, but she just wanted to move to get a new location. Um, thought she told the family that Oceanside property would do a whole lot better or like, you know, just by the bay. 
and uh, Jupiter Hollow just piqued her in- interest. But yeah, you the more you get talking, Jackson's face kind of darkens, and he's like, you know, at this point he's probably got like a like a can of coke or something, and he's just like rolling the can between his fingers and his hands, and he's like looking down at it, and he's like, well, truth be told, like, so I was kidnapped recently, and I haven't really talked about that a lot to like anybody because. I don't know. It, it, like, I feel like I should call the cops and get out and talk about it, but it's like my aunt told me it was nothing to worry about. And, uh, so, you know, the, there's an amusement park on the wharf, right? Right. So, like, the dude took me there and, um, like into the haunted house and I was held above a vat of acid, like, real, like, Batman style villains style. Y- y- right? Right? Yeah, Drake Drake is definitely like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he talked like he talked like that shark from Finding Nemo. Like Aren't Bruce? There several sh- oh Bruce. Okay. Oh, like Australian yeah. or New Zealand? Which one which one is it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> right. Cont- continue, bruh. So like I don't know. Like, so she shows up and she's talking with this dude and like professor Wardwell pops in. It's real weird. And like, so she like unties me and like leads me out of the, the, you know, the, the haunted house total babe, by the way. Like, I mean, I know things between us are like, I just got to be honest. Like, you know, White hair, I, I don't know. You don't see that everywhere. Anyway. We're talking about Professor Zelda right now? Yeah, yeah. Professor Zelda Wardwell. She teaches... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm familiar. The folklore yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, she leads me out, and she gets in a car with, like, some strange lady, and she tells me, just wait, and then she leaves, and then my aunt comes out a little bit later, and I'm asking her like what happened and because before we left like professor and I I saw this dude just appear out of like smoke and it like really stunk it like smelled like a bad gasser you know right yeah right yeah and he was like like surrounded by smoke and he talked like I mean he talked like the coach from the Georgia Bulldogs uh Drake like gestures like hand overhead like just it's going right over my head here I'm not familiar oh, like um uh like I think they call it like I mean like real plantation ownery you know what I mean oh oh yeah 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 like that molasses kind of you know exactly draw yeah. thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah which yeah. you know I don't think he's exactly PC to talk that way but anyway uh yeah so he was like talking. And so after prof left, like auntie came out and I was like, you know, who was that? What was going on? And she told me that there wasn't anybody there. And that like, you know, I just inhaled too many vapors from the acid or whatever. And like, I was just seeing stuff, but, and like, you know, that, that worked for the time. But then like, you know, I get to thinking about it and like, not everything just adds up. Like how did prof pop just pop in? Right. And like at one point she like made the floorboards just come up and wrap around this guy. And like, 
her face even got like, well, I mean, you ever seen Buffy? The Vampire Slayer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with the archives. Yeah. You know, like archives. Oh, in the Midnighters, we we watched a lot of that stuff for hunting tips and and tricks and stuff. So we we call them the archives. We know it's fiction, but you know. Uh, I feel you. That's pretty cool. So yeah. Um. So it was kind of like you know, like the vampires from that, where they just get like the vampire face. It was kind of like that, but like different. Jackson, I'm gonna say something to you. Okay. I believe everything that you are saying not only do i believe it but i i think that your aunt is in on it and i think that she's trying to keep it from you don't you think it's weird that you were kidnapped and nobody thought to contact the authorities have you have you been have you given a statement well no but i mean like what do i tell the police like you know the shark from finding nemo took me and put me in a haunted house like Come on, it sounds kind of weird. Well, sure, when you put it like that, but if you say if you say uh, an Australian person like kidnapped me, that's that sounds a little bit less strange. And you don't have to lead with all this like other information, but like uh, like and and at this point, Drake gets in like pretty is like getting pretty close to Jackson. Jackson, like, listen, like I I have seen I have seen things. Like, do you know do you know what the Midnighters are? Like the like. No, we we're trying to uncover the these mis- mysterious secrets of Jupiter Hollow, you know, and I and I'm sorry, but I like your aunt is uh, continues to be at the core of of everything that I am trying to uncover. And Professor uh, Zelda, I've seen them together before doing weird things so that that makes sense to me i just i worry i worry about you jackson is what i'm trying to say and you know i'm i'm so glad that you decided to to talk to me about this that's very important that you talk about these things with me you know not necessarily you're right if you went to the authorities about this maybe it would be uh maybe they wouldn't believe you but but Jackson, from from now on, from here into forever, I believe you. I want you to know, like, that means so much to me. Of course, brah. Can can I join the Midnighters? Like, is this like a exclusive club or? Oh, it is exclusive. But yes, yes, you can join. All right. Follow up question: Are you seeing anybody? Like, am I seeing anybody? Like fate, like yeah, like I can see you right now. Like, well, I mean, I can see you right now too. But I mean, like, like you, you got a partner or a, like you dating anybody? Like a partner, like gl- glosses over the date thing really quick. A partner, like I mean, I guess Larry and Lawrence are sort of my partners. I mean, they give me like missions and oh, stuff that's to, cool. to 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 wait. Did you say date? Did I, did you ask me if I date? Am I am I dating someone? Well, I mean, yeah, like I mean. You know, I just am. I, am I reading? Am I reading the wrong signs here? Or am I like? I feel like. Oh, like am I propositioning you? Well, like I mean, are you? No, I, I just are think you there's like, a, me? like this energy. There's like 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 a romantic energy or like a sexual energy. Like what? I mean, 
it's it's something I'd be considering figuring out. Like if you're down with that, um, Drake is like eyes like wide and like, um, uh, uh, I'm I'm I mean I just it's I just generally don't have time. I guess I mean like with the app delivering that I have to do and I mean my job and I'm I, I'm basically like failing out of college like every other second. I'm just trying to keep that on track. And then, of course, like all of the mysterious going ons in Jupiter Hollow. I, I mean, someone has to be there to. Un- I, I don't know, Jackson, do you want do you uh, do you do you um, and and like and Drake actually starts like getting in a little bit closer. Um, you do. And and is like looking at like Jackson's arm and like he puts a hand on his like, I mean, like you're you're very you're you're definitely like I could see why someone would want you know um to and then like drake is like really close and he's like and then backs off and he's like well i i just i jackson i have to be i have to be very i have to be upfront with you here i have to be honest like i did i i am kind of using you i Uh, i'm yeah i've i've been there before i'm like i'm on the beach like i saw you I've been trying to dig up information on your aunt for a little while. And I saw you as a means to an end. And in, uh, in that regard, you know, Drake, I got to be honest with you. I think you might be the first person who's ever tried to use me for what I know instead of like, and he gestures at himself. I, uh, it's kind of messed up. I got to be honest. Well, uh, to to be to be fair, I I would I wouldn't have done it if I wouldn't have done it if there if there wasn't another way. Like you you know, like like what you were saying, you haven't been able to talk to people about this, and I've also been having you know issues with people taking me seriously and and everything that's going on around here. I'm trying to uncover I'm I'm trying to uncover truths truths like your truth jackson that you were like that you were kidnapped by the shark from finding nemo that's a truth that that you shared with me and that i that i value and i think there are there are other people in this town that have truths that they don't think people will believe and unfortunately i think your aunt has a lot to do with that so i I'll just say now, I apologize for using you. I, I'll drive you back to the beach right now if, if that's what you want. I, I can take you back there. Um, but I appreciate you being open with me, and, and I hope that in the future I can, you know, at the very least, be someone that you can confide supernatural occurrences to. I'm not super comfortable with you like using me, but I'm really glad you told me, especially like now. Um, I don't know if there's anything. Okay. I think there's something going on with my aunt and I think I'm going to talk to professor Wardwell about it and see like what she would tell me. But um, I do want to join the, the midnighters and I want to get to the bottom of this, like with you just as much. And so as long as like our focus isn't just on my aunt, like if we start like looking into 
like some of the other stuff going on. Like, like that big snake. Yes. Yes. Then I think, I mean, I think I could still do that, but if it comes to my aunt and like we find out something that we're not supposed to know or like, I just don't want her to get hurt. Cause like I do care about her and I know she cares about me too. She is a good person. And, and Drake like twinges at that just a little bit. Like, yeah, you know, has a little bit of a flashback of like their phone, ex- like catching fire or like, or like shattering and then, you know, dropping to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then back. Uh, okay. Then, you know, you, sh- you shared so much with me. I, I promise to not completely focus on your aunt. Uh, I, I know I'm not owed this, but can you maybe like keep yours and my correspondence to yourself or at least like not to your aunt, like not to professor, you know, Zelda either, because, um, I don't know how much I personally can trust either of them to, to have our, our best interests at heart. Yeah, no. Um, I can definitely keep secrets. I'm good at that. Okay. Well, then can... And against Drake's better judgment, uh, they reach into their backpack and they go, well, then can you keep this one more secret? And they reach in and pull out the container with the gold. I might have found something. And next time on $2 Creature Feature... Oh, thank you so much for doing this, William. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's great. Um, I th- wow. Uh, this this did not go quite the way I expected it, but you know what? I'm I'm very happy with it, and um, yeah, thank you for coming out. Um, I want to give a big thank you to our listeners and our patrons right now, um, because without y'all, we couldn't do stuff like this. So, uh, thank you for your contributions. Thank you, patrons. <laughs> you want to tell our nice patrons where they can find you and, uh, you know, just plug your stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, again, I'm William White, and you can find me on all the social media platforms at K William White. So it's just William White with a K at the beginning. And then, um, and that's on, like, I mostly use Twitter. I have an Instagram. I don't really use it, but you can reach out to me there if you want to. And uh, I've, I've done a lot of, like, tabletop tabletop content for q times which is q u e u e t i m e s you would know it because it's the producer like production company that um puts this out so i've done a lot of stuff with them i used to do hijinks and handlebars i did hijinks in the end i've done killer set like and you know that's like kids on bike stuff and then killer set was i did a couple of one shots with bands like real bands and had them play fake bands that um played monster of the week and uh had like had to solve mysteries and fight monsters and stuff it was fun it was very hard to schedule <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah i could imagine hard to schedule yeah. and like almost every single band had never you know played a tabletop game before so i also had to like set up mm-hmm. a session to teach them kind of how to play it and then it was it was just it was just a lot of work it was very cool but uh I, I have too much other stuff going on anyway. And, uh, I did a monster of the week campaign that, uh, this, this podcast kind of was born out of, uh, at least season yeah. one, 
which was called Pest Control, and that was also with Q-Times. And you can find that in a playlist called Monster of the Week, I believe, on Q-Times' um, main YouTube channel. And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I think I was just about to spoil something <laughs> with my mouth. Uh, uh, my bad. And then the last thing I'll say is uh, I am in a band called Glass Beach. That's uh, Glass Beach, G-L-A-S-S space B-E-A-C-H. And we are wherever you listen to music. So you can check us out. And we are also at Glass Beach Band on everything. That's all. Yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to make this really awkward, but I literally listen to Glass Beach like every day. That's not awkward at all. Like, I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's on my Spotify list of like, it's just, it's okay. It's under a playlist called Music for My Heart and Soul. Oh, and, hey, like, see, that's, I love that though. I love that. That's the kind of stuff that, that like, and I love that you shared that with me. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Um so yeah, um, so to all of our listeners and patrons out there, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, feel free to talk to me about it because I I'm so excited to talk about it. Um, but yeah, and thanks again, William, for uh, stopping in and recording with me. Thank you. All right, bye.